Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Matthew chapter 15. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, I pray that we would have faith in Jesus, that we would believe in Him and trust Him, know that He is the way, the truth, and the life, that we would not rely on our actions, that we are keeping the law perfectly, doing exactly what you want us to do, making our own laws around your laws, to be so careful that we keep those, and missing the real importance of our faith and trust in Jesus. We pray that we are focused on what matters. Amen. Matthew chapter 15 Then Pharisees and scribes came to Jesus from Jerusalem, saying, Why do your disciples break the tradition of the elders? For they do not wash their hands when they eat a meal. So he answered and said to them, Why do you also break the commandment of God because of your tradition? For God said, Honor your father and your mother, and the one who speaks evil of father or mother must certainly die. But you say, Whoever says to his father or mother, Whatever benefit you would have received from me is a gift to God, need not honor his father, and you make void the word of God for the sake of your tradition. Hypocrites! Isaiah correctly prophesied about you, saying, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me, and they worship me in vain, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. And summoning the crowd, he said to them, Hear and understand. It is not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but what comes out of the mouth that defiles a person. Then the disciples came and said to him, Do you know that the Pharisees were offended when they heard this saying? And he answered and said, Every plant that my heavenly Father did not plant will be uprooted. Let them, they are blind guides of the blind, and if the blind guide the blind, both will fall into a pit. But Peter answered and said to him, Explain this parable to us. But he said, Are you also still without understanding? Do you not understand that everything that enters into the mouth goes into the stomach and is evacuated into the latrine? But the things that come out of the mouth come from the heart, and these defile the person. For from the heart come evil plans, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, abusive speech. These are the things that defile a person, but eating with unwashed hands does not defile a person. And departing from there, Jesus went away to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a Canaanite woman from that district came and cried out, saying, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely possessed by a demon. But he did not answer her a word. And his disciples came up and asked him, saying, Send her away, because she is crying out after us. But he answered and said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and knelt down before him, saying, Lord, help me. And he answered and said, It is not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. So she said, Yes, Lord, for even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said to her, O woman, your faith is great. Let it be done for you as you want. And her daughter was healed from that hour. And departing from there, Jesus went along the Sea of Galilee, and he went up on the mountain and was sitting there, and large crowds came to him, 
having with them the mute, blind, lame, crippled, and many others, and they put them down at his feet, and he healed them. So the crowd was astonished when they saw the mute speaking, the crippled healthy, and the lame walking, and the blind seeing, and they praised the God of Israel. And Jesus summoned his disciples and said, I have compassion on the crowd because they have remained with me three days already and do not have anything to eat, and I do not want to send them away hungry lest they give out on the way. And the disciples said to him, Where in this desolate place can we get so much bread that such a great crowd could be satisfied? And Jesus said to them, How many loaves do you have? So they said, Seven and a few fish. And commanding the crowd to recline for a meal on the ground, he took the seven loaves and the fish, and after he had given thanks, he broke them and began giving them to the disciples. And the disciples gave them to the crowds, and they all ate and were satisfied, and they picked up what was left over of the broken pieces, seven baskets full. Now those who ate were four thousand men, in addition to women and children. And after he sent away the crowds, he got into the boat and went to the region of Magadan. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. The chapter starts with some Pharisees and scribes coming up to the region of Galilee from Jerusalem. These would be the most religious, the people from Jerusalem, Pharisees. They were the most conservative, careful to observe every last regulation of God, including ones that God didn't make, traditions, the traditions of the elders. And they held the traditions of the elders in very high esteem, as we see. So they come and they complain, why aren't you following the tradition of the elders? Jesus doesn't answer what they were asking directly, but strikes at their traditions and how they were putting those above God's law. So he gives them this example of how they were actually breaking the law about honoring your father and your mother by not taking care of their parents when they made this promise according to the tradition of the elders where they said, oh, well, my, my stuff is all given to God, so I can't help my parents. They were focused on external, on rules, on loopholes to rules, and Jesus wanted to focus on the heart. So he gives them this parable about external versus internal. And the explanation is, it's not what goes into you. It's not how you eat your food. It's not the external things, but it's what's in your heart, how that comes out. That is the big problem. And unfortunately, it's far too easy to focus on the external and, and so much harder to have our hearts right. We have this Canaanite woman who is begging Jesus to heal her daughter. And Jesus just ignores her for so long. Finally, when she comes and asks him directly, he says it's not right to take the children's bread and give it to the dogs. That's a bit of an insult for her, but it's the way the Jews would typically refer to Gentiles, and she is fine with that. She realizes her place. She's very humble, but says, but the dogs get the crumbs. And Jesus appreciates her humility, her faith, and grants her request. 
I think most of us are Gentiles, not Jews, and we need to realize our place. God fit us into his plan, but we're not special chosen people. We should be humble and so thankful that God is allowing us in. Then Jesus goes and preaches to these people, and it doesn't say it explicitly, but it seems that this would be a more Gentile audience that he's preaching to here. For one thing, it talks about them glorifying the God of Israel. Also, the location seems to be on the eastern side of the Sea of Galilee, which was a more Gentile area. Following the Canaanite woman story, it seems likely that the idea Matthew is giving us here is that this is a more Gentile audience. And so Jesus is expanding his influence a little bit into the Gentile areas, even though his main focus was on the Jews. So they were there with Jesus for three days. It doesn't mean they didn't have any food for all three days, but they didn't have enough food to cover the three days and their journey home. And so Jesus does not want to see these people fainting along the way. So he feeds them, this time a few more loaves, seven loaves and a few fish, but they pick up seven baskets full. Now the previous time they picked up 12 baskets full, but the word for basket is different, and this is quite possibly a larger basket. Just like the first feeding, Jesus gave thanks before he gives it to the crowds. And now for a deeper dive. This chapter talks about the commandment of God versus the tradition. Is tradition bad? It certainly seems that way in this chapter. Well, Jesus prayed before eating here with these crowds, and we see that on multiple occasions that Jesus prays before eating. Many of us do that today. Is that a command or a tradition? We see examples of it, but do we have a command that says we must pray before we eat? Would it be wrong to eat without praying first? Can we tell someone else that they must pray before eating? Are there ways that we might rely on praying before eating that would cause us to actually be missing some of God's actual commands? So the tradition is not bad in itself of praying before eating. But let's not make it a command or a work that would make us pleasing to God. It should come from our heart. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012. Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.